0: Has anyone ever told you you dream too big? That you have too many ideas? That you need to be realistic? What if there was a career and lifestyle that you could completely design yourself that enabled you to do what makes your heart truly sing and helps millions of people benefit from what you have to offer? One that provided you with all the money you need to thrive, not just survive. That is the life of an enlightened entrepreneur. Welcome to the Aha Moments Radio Show dedicated to the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments, Inc. and AHAMoments, Inc. Her motto, oh yes, you can have what you want, and you deserve it, too. Join us for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA moments to lead the way to a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened entrepreneurs worldwide. And happy Tuesday. Here we are once again. I can't tell you how busy my staff and I have been getting ready for this tele-summit. We did... um, have our first preview call last Thursday. If you missed it, you can go to our website, thetransformation2012.com, and the replay is right on the homepage. So you can take a listen to that if you'd like. And uh, also join us on Thursday... For uh our second preview call, and it's our second and last preview call, because we start the event on sunday april twenty second this coming Sunday, so less than a week away, so all the speakers have been working on what they're going to be talking about and all the gifts and the the offers and oh my goodness, we have details upon details. we have thousands of people registered now, so that is really exciting. And uh, if you'd like to register, again the same website, thetransformation2012.com. Um, it's it's uh, all the information you need there. All the uh, is is there, and all the bios and the speakers and everything is on on there, including a world clock, so you can figure out what time um, it it will be for your country and your part of the world, because we have people from um, what. 85, 90 country, countries this time, um, registering from around the world. So that's really, really exciting. I'm looking forward to get, getting going with that. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, if you'd like to call in tonight, I am going to be doing some readings. We're going to be talking all about creativity. So I'm going to give you the number now as, as I go before I get further into housekeeping, which is 347-215-9485. It's 347 215 nine four eight five so let's see more housekeeping just a few more items on my list here Uh, readings you know what tomorrow is the last day to register for private readings with me for the spring um, I, I'm I'm booked, <laughs> but I said I'd say okay one more day, and if you'd like to get a reading with me, an Akashic record reading or an angel reading, please you have to register by tomorrow, because uh, after that I have to close my schedule down, <laughs> and it, we'll we'll be doing the actually doing the readings um, up until about April 30th, and then I'm I'm traveling and. Teaching and doing all kinds of stuff, so we'll be uh, taking a hiatus from doing the private sessions uh, after that. But if you'd like to squeeze one in, please, please, please go ahead and register, and that's at aha moments inc. dot com slash reading. So it's aha moments dot com forward slash readings, and you can sign up there, and then Jamie, my assistant, will reach out to you and get you um, on our schedule so that we can get in before I kind of start to fly away off (laughs) other parts of the country and other parts of the world so um, and then finally let's see for housekeeping our body whispering course with Dane is starting just in a few little a few weeks it seems like it was really far away but now it's really getting close right after the tele summit we start the body whispering course so if you'd like to uh, learn more about that if you um, hopefully you got to listen to the um, free call we did if you didn't it is now uh listed here as a podcast so you can listen to the Body Whispering Call. I believe it was on last week. I I think so. Or no, maybe it was the week before. Um, So that's there for you to listen to as well. And you can register at ahamomentsinc.com slash bodywhispering. So Hopefully, we will see lots of you. We have a few spots left. we had people from all over the world registering for that class. So we're really excited to get, uh, get into that. And that will be four consecutive Wednesdays in May. So each Wednesday in May, we will be doing a class. So uh, I think that's pretty much it for housekeeping. Oh, wait. Yes, we have a new moon coming up. The new moon is on Saturday. So just how it happens that the Telesummit starts right after the new moon or during the new moon energy, which is actually very cool because it is the best time for initiating new things and getting things started. So if you are working on a project, and we're going about to launch into our topic for tonight of creativity, if you're working on a project or a... Um, you know have a particular idea or you want to start off something new uh it's a great time to do that and if this particular week you're feeling a little tired uh a little lethargic then that's okay, too, because what happens is, and you've heard me probably say this before if you listen to the show often enough, uh, what happens is we're getting less and less moonlight each night as uh, the moon gets smaller and smaller in the sky, at least the the reflection of the moon gets smaller and smaller each night, so we're getting a little less moonlight each night, and as we get closer to the dark moon, um, people feel a little tired, especially if you're a light worker, especially if you're doing a lot of energy work. I know that for myself, by the time I get to Saturday, I will be down and asleep. (laughs) And then as we start to get, you know, by the middle of next week, when the moon starts to get bigger and bigger in the waxing phase, uh, I get all the energy back and all that good flow. So if you're feeling a little kind of pulled in, feeling like you want to sleep a little late, let yourself do it because your body's just going with the flow, especially if you're a woman. Women are very aligned with the moon. So... Um, Just keep that in your back pocket, and that's a little bit more information for managing yourself in alignment with the energy, because that's super important. And that's a great segue into tonight's topic, which is all about creativity. Um, You know, it's interesting because as we're going into the Transformation 2012 Telesummit, there's been a couple of things that have come up. As I'm looking at, um, we have nine speakers plus myself, and as I was looking at everybody's topics and, you know, what they're going to talk about and their talk points and whatnot, I was thinking, I was asking the angels, actually. I said, what is it that I can contribute? What is it that you really want me to sort of hone in on this time because transformation is a big topic you know so the first thing they said was intuition and getting people to become fluent in the language of their intuition so that they can actually receive the guidance that their guides and angels and all the powers that be are trying to get to them their higher self, their greater self, their infinite self, source energy, all those things that are trying to communicate with our physical bodies to help us navigate in this world so the first thing they said was intuition please, 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 please help people to get fluent not just to dabble in it not just to wonder if it's real not just to say well you know i think i went with my gut for one thing but not for the other 20 things that decisions i made today but to really become fluent in it as like it's a language like if you were going into a, a foreign country and you know you have to learn the language so you can actually live in the country not just pass through on a, qu- a quick trip but to actually live there you really need to learn how to master that language and because we are in a time of very, very heightened energy, um, it's really important to to step into that uh, understanding of the language and how it works and how to be able to trust and rely on your intuition. So uh, I put together a package for that, and if you want to learn all about what I'm talking about from that perspective, you can listen to the preview call on the homepage of the uh, website. I'm not going to go into all the details of it now. Um, but that's that's one thing. So mastering your intuition is one thing. The other thing that the guys and angels asked me to focus on was creativity and, more importantly, the courage to allow your creativity to come forward. See, this is a time now where really anything is possible. And you see, that is the tagline of the Telesummit. But the truth of the matter is that with this 2012 energy, with all the changes that have happened since, oh, I don't know, um, Oh, gosh. Actually, since the time of Hitler, that's when all the new energy actually started to come in, believe it or not. And then um, the 1980s, there were some significant dates. In the 1990s, there were some significant dates. And now um, in the 2000s, there was a few significant dates of acceleration. And, of course, 2012, um, you know, this whole year is is a very, very significant time of transition. Um, So creativity, 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 having the courage to really allow yourself to step into what makes your heart sing, to dust off the projects and the ideas that you've had that maybe you've been procrastinating about, to bring the gifts that you have out to the world. You know, so I, I, one of the questions I get most often, probably the most often asked question in any reading that people ask me is As Mari, what's my purpose? What what am I supposed to be doing? And when I say you're supposed to be having fun, they get mad <laughs> because they feel like I'm supposed to be telling them what their inner Oprah is gonna be. Like what's gonna make them legendary? And quite frankly, what makes a person legendary is them having fun. If you look at Jimi Hendrix, if you look at um you know, Oprah, you look at uh any of these these people look at Michael Jordan. You know, when Michael Jordan passes away, he'll, he'll be, you know, noted as a legend. What was he doing? He was doing what he, he liked to do. That's what he was doing. He, he was doing what he liked to do. He wasn't sitting around saying, "What's my purpose? It must be something, you know, that's going to change the world and alter the cosmos." No, he's saying, "Well, I like to shoot hoops. I want to get really, really good at it." And You know, if he inspires people along the way, then how cool is that? And, you know, I like to win. He was competitive. He liked to win. So be focused on winning. And then by the nature of him living in his joy, by the nature of him taking the willingness to be inferior at it first and to keep showing up and to focus on mastery and to surround himself with people who were better than him and to show up every day he worked through. He also became quite intuitive, which is one of the reasons why he played so well as as well. But what I'm saying is that he took something that was a game and because he was in his joy he gave permission to every person who watched him to be in their joy as well. And that was worth the ticket price. That's why athletes and actors get paid so much, is because there's no price you can put on joy. And one of the things that happens is, and yeah, okay, and and, and why is that? Well, a certain like Julia Roberts, she'll get, you know, however many people to show up at the box office, so she gets paid more money. Will Smith, he, he gets paid you know, huge amounts of money, right, when they do a film. Michael Jordan can fill a stadium, and I know there's plenty of basketball players that are way better now, you know, that are way more recent, but I don't know who they are, so I'm not using those names. <laughs> I only focus on the people that I know, okay? And, uh, and those people fill the stadiums, those people fill the movie theaters, those people fill the stage, the, you know, the audiences of the stages because they are willing to stand in their joy, which means they also are willing to stand in their power. And when someone is on a stage, when someone is willing to stand out in public and do what they do, they have another gift that they give to the audience. And that is, and I say this to, uh, you know, when I'm dancing, I've said this to my dance partners, I've said this uh, to other artists. When you are willing to be in your joy, so let's say you're dancing and you're really good at it, You give the audience your body for the hour or two hours or 15 minutes or two minutes that they're watching you. You're watching Dancing with the Stars. I don't care if it's somebody who can't dance um, or somebody who's one of the pros or two of the pros or whatever. What they're doing for that time is they're lending that audience their body. The audience sits and watches, but the audience also, as they watch you do your thing, they become you for those minutes. They transcend their own body, what their own body can do, and they literally ride the magic carpet with you. So you give them a ride. And that's why when you have an artist who's really super inspiring, you get the standing ovations and the tears and the cheering and the more, 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 and the higher ticket prices because people want to go and experience that. This is why when you watch men watch sports, and they're all jumping up and down and flipping over their submarine sandwiches and hitting each other and crying and screaming and everything is because they're running for that path as the athletes themselves. And this is, this is the gift of your willingness to be in your joy, your willingness to be in your passion, your willingness to step up into your creativity um, is what's really, really, really a gift because as you do that, you give permission to everyone else. I can't tell you how many people I have had emails from and, and um, <clears throat> calls and letters and whatnot from who are thanking me for doing what I do because they feel inspired to go and do what they want to do. You know, and that's the greatest gift that you can give to any anyone who has that courage to go out there and put themselves out there. I also have a lot of letters that say, "Oh, I can't believe you're really willing to put yourself out there like that. How do you how do you have the courage to do that?" So that's what I want to talk about tonight. You know, one of the reasons why I have uh, courage is because many years ago, my fiance passed away, and he was very very young. He was in his early twenties, and it was a very tragic um, time for sure. But what was really to me more tragic well, you know, one of the most tragic things is that he was a brilliant dancer. He was a brilliant songwriter. He was a brilliant director. He was a brilliant actor. He was just a brilliant being. But he had um, an extraordinary level of talent in many, many areas. And I remember, you know, at the funeral we buried, when they buried him, I remember thinking all of those gifts are now in a grave. And I looked around the the, uh, cemetery and I thought about all the gifts, all the songs that haven't been sung and the poems that haven't been written and the screenplays that haven't been, you know, put on the film. All of these things, the music, you know, you could go on and on, all the inventions that go to the grave with people and don't see the light of day in our waking conscious state in our, our lives because people get bogged down with criticism, with judgment, with, other people's agendas on over top of them. Um, With society, well, this is what you should be doing, and this is what you shouldn't be doing. And oh, you're allowed to have a passion until you're 21. And then you have to go to school and be an adult and, you know, basically, aka be miserable and pay bills, you know, and be, quote, responsible. Being, quote, responsible means sort of disenfranchising yourself for what from what really means something to you so you can quote take care of kids husbands uh, other things or from for women or wife family other things not that wife and family isn't something joyful and passionate but what i'm saying is that if you if you are disenfranchising yourself or not getting your own personal creativity out to the world then you are you know the, the world is missing out for sure it is absolutely missing out so my one of the reasons why I started Aha Moments Inc. and and its sister companies that were kind of the evolution leading up to Aha Moments Inc. is because I really went on a crusade after my fiancé died to help people to get their their work out to the world, help people to get their passions out to the world, which is one of the reasons why I focus so much on entrepreneurship. Not that everybody has to be an entrepreneur, but um, I really I was really focused in that direction. So tonight, what I want to do is talk to you a little bit after the break, and I'm going to take calls, too. If you want to call in, um, please, please do so. But tonight what I want to talk about are a few things. One is, what are these energies of creation that we have? Because a lot of times... We get certain feelings about things and we feel, well, we feel frightened, so we misidentify that as, well, maybe I shouldn't go forward. We feel like we're procrastinating, so we misidentify that as I shouldn't go forward with what, you know, with what I love because we start to judge ourselves. We uh, feel criticized, we feel... All different types of things we get we get ourselves into a, a loop, inner criticism and outer criticism too we 're afraid to be beginners there 's all kinds of things that re- reasons why, or we use the big excuse oh i don 't have the time oh i don 't have the the skills oh i 'm too old, and you know it 's too late to start anything and all that so on the other side of the break, when we come back i 'm going to talk about um, about all of these things, and I want to help you to start to see, number one, how things, how creativity really can work for you, how it's a part, it's a core element of you making any decision, whether it's a job decision or a parenting decision or a relationship decision. It's a part, a core part of a a three-part system for even making decisions. So we're going to talk about that. If it sounds confusing, it won't after the break. And um, and we're going to also talk about some angels and guides that can support you on the way, and I will take your call. So uh, let's see. If you'd like to call in, uh, 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. If you're already on the line waiting to talk to me, please hold on. I'll get to you in the next segment. And... uh, I think that's about it. So, you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show. I'm Mari, and we'll be right back.
2: Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive, but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions, but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's intuitive living oracle cards are the tool for you. Forty-five gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
3: Are you at a crossroads in your life?
4: Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here. I'd like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book called Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who've always known that other possibilities should be available, but haven't yet been able to create them as your reality? Well, I wrote this book specifically for you. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com now to begin this journey of discovery with me, as I offer you a free audio chapter as my gift to get you started. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how are you aware that truly great people truly being them is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet being you changing the world invites you to explore a totally different possibility that you may have never considered before so are you willing to step up are you willing to truly be you then join me at beingyoubook.com now to get your free chapter as my gift to you I'm looking forward to our journey together. That's beingyoubook.com. What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change the world requires?
5: Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed.
1: Are back, and this is Mari. You're listening to the Aha Moments Radio Show, and today we are talking about the courage to be creative and to bring those gifts out to the world and let your creativity and what makes your heart sing see the light of day. So, uh, before I take your calls, and if you want to call in, I see a lot of you on the lines already. If you want to call in, 347 347- Two one five nine four eight five is three four seven. Two one five nine four eight five, and uh, my producer will check in with you to see uh, if you want to ask a question. So just expect that he's going to uh, come on the line with you. And check you out and check you in and get you in the queue to speak with me. Okay, so let's talk about the three energies to creation because this is important for you to recognize. And um, what I find is that most people choose one of the three and they kind of hang out there and then periodically they dabble in the other two. Um, the first energy of creation is the child energy, and that is the big, bright, wild ideas—the the thing that you wake up in the middle of the night and you say, oh, "Wouldn't that be a great idea? I wonder if I could do, you know, X, Y, Z. Some some big raw idea. Um, you know, I wonder wh- what would it be like to, you know, teach kids how to how to paint and and." Uh, heal their emotions, you know like art therapy kind of thing. What would it take to to help people really, really um, feel good with, about themselves through their art and then you start to play with that idea. And the way it, you play with it, the way a child plays with it, you know, you kind of, you think really big, you think all different types of things you could do, and you think, well, I could do this, and well, I could do that, and oh, it would be great to have a center where I could do this, and I could invite these people, and oh, it could spin off into that, into this. That's the child energy. And it's playful, it's bright, it's, um, it kind of feels larger than life. It feels like you're reaching into maybe something that's impossible or something that's way out. It feels like you're going further than maybe you've thought of before. That's the way a child thinks. It's unbridled excitement, unbridled. Okay. The next um, part of the process is the feminine energy. That's the vision. And um, if you guys have been listening to me, or if you had readings with readings with me, um, you've heard me. Some of you have heard me talk about these three. But the feminine is the vision. So the feminine says, "Oh, look at that kid! What a great raw idea that kid has! Oh my goodness, I love the idea of helping kids with art. I wonder what that could look like. What's the vision of this?" Of this idea and the vision might be to start a center for art therapy with kids or you know maybe it's even like a handicap riding program or something but the feminine energy is what creates the vision of it what would it look like in some sort of form where it could actually come to fruition where you know you kind of the feminine energy is what gives us the picture on the box for the puzzle okay the kid gives us the, the the idea The feminine takes a snapshot of what it all will look like. And then both the child and the feminine energies hand that over to the masculine energy. The masculine energy is the one that turns it into a project, puts it into the tasks, into the, okay, well, I have to do this in order to do that. I need this kind of license. I need this many paintbrushes. I need this many kids. This is how much money we could make. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to be open these hours. All of that is masculine energy. When you disenfranchise your child your inner child, when you disenfranchise your inner feminine energy, and this goes for both men and women, you, and you stay in the masculine energy, you become very focused on a to-do list. And you get very, very disconnected. And when I hear people say, I'm really bored, I'm really uninspired, I'm really tired, I'm really bogged down, I've got so much to do, I don't have any inspiration in my life, I always know that they've shut off that childlike energy and they've shut off their feminine energy. I see women who have their own businesses have this happen a lot because we get focused on the doing and we get away from what's inspiring us. If you are not coming from an inspired vision, from an inspired idea that feels unadulterated, then it gets refined in the visioning process by the feminine, and you are just trying to do the tasks, you will not have success and joy in your life. It can't happen. If, on the other hand, you don't know how to do any tasks or you're not you don't ever give it over to the masculine energy and meaning that you never organize it and you only stay in the feminine energy you only stay in the visions the vision boarding oh i'm going to meditate and it's all going to come to me oh i'm going to you know i'm just going to sit here and just you know just let it flow just let it be you know it's not going to work either the other thing is if you only stay in the child energy, and I know you know folks who who do just the example that I said, maybe you're one of them, but, you know, where you're just sort of in the ethers and kind of, you know, have the ideas and love the process of the idea, okay? Um, that will keep you stuck as well. Then you have the people who we say are Peter Pans. They stay in the child energy, but they never have a vision and they never have a plan, so they never take action, and they're just constantly always being impulsive and just going from thing to thing to thing to thing and never wanting to commit to anything and because they've disenfranchised the other two. This is a three-legged stool, okay? So with this three-legged stool, it's really important. They're all interdependent on each other and we kind of vacillate from one to the other. Now, can you do all of these three things yourself? Yes, to an extent, but in whatever thing you need support in, that's where you have to go and start asking experts. If you're really, really in your kind of adult energy um, and you can't let yourself play, then you need to get some help with that. You need to go out and you know, go to the gym. You need to go figure out something that you really love to do, let yourself take a class that you would never think of taking, which is, is, a, is a great way to inspire creativity. One of the best keys to inspiring your creativity is to break your patterns, change things up, I know for myself i I live a lot in my inner child, and you can ask my mother who <laughs> is frightened quite often by by me and my my different antics and what things that I'm up to. my friends also they're like i have I have kind of a lot of adult energy around me um and certain people, because I think it helps to kind of ground me sometimes, but for the most part i love I love that inner child energy, and if I want to get up and go out to the beach, I get up and I go out to the beach because I know that if I change up my routine and I, and I go in that direction when I go out in nature, that ignites my creativity when I allow myself to play that Reignites my creativity when I change my routine. Now, when if you can't change your routine, let's say you're going to a job day in, day out, day in, day out, change what you eat for breakfast. Change. You have to like ignite your senses. So this could be changing your shower gel. This could be giving yourself a different toothpaste. This could be, you know, making a different thing for dinner, not just always kind of going in that that same rut. Just changing something so your senses will have a different experience will actually start to allow a different type of energy to flow and your creativity to follow up with that. Okay, so I know it might sound like a little weird, but new tastes, new sights, new sounds, listening to a different radio station, or for a long time, I never listened to the radio in the car, ever. I would always listen to tapes and, well, not tape, but you know, CDs, tapes, books on tape. I wasn't even listening to music. I was always listening to someone teaching me something because I was just constantly wanting to like take in more information, take in more information. And one day I said, you know what? I'm so tired of all of this spiritual stuff. I just want to listen to the radio. So I turned on dance music and on the radio. And it, it seemed like the lighting around me changed. It seemed like the whole way I experienced driving the car shifted because now it's kind of bouncing around the music in my head and it's getting all these you know flashbacks from some of the music I knew from the past or whatever I danced with one of my partners to this music or or I could hear the cha-cha beat or I could hear the samba beat in the music or whatever it was and my whole experience started to shift and then I would get then it would open me up because I wasn't locked in a thought process that was blocking creativity. When you just shift yourself a little bit, you open a gateway. You open just a little tiny keyhole in your energy. And that's where your guides and angels and muses can say, hey, let's shoot her a great idea. And I tell you, this is why people, they'll be out running or jogging or something and they'll get an idea, right? Because you're inhaling, you're taking a lot of oxygen. Exercise is really terrific for igniting creativity. Why? Because spiritual information travels on the molecules of oxygen, it travels on the breath. So believe it or not, the more you inhale oxygen, the more information you can actually get, which is why they say go out for nature walks, go around bodies of water. You know, the ocean is a great place, all the negative ions, waterfalls. Um, If you can't get to a lake or body of water and you're out in the mountains, go out in the mountains. But, you know, be out in a park, allowing yourself to receive from nature. And one of the things you can do is when you get out into the park, even if you're not going to go for a full-out walk or something, if you're just going to sit, you can ask the energy Of the trees, the blades of grass, you know, the animals, the birds and whatever to gift to you, gift to you and to your energy, spaciousness, healing, awareness. Asking for awareness of what would be a great contribution for you to make to the world or awareness of where you could find joy in your creativity and, and what, what project or what, um, what gift you have that you'd like to, to bring forward. Now, when I say what gift do you have to bring out to the world, remember the first characteristic of the gift is that you are happy with it, that it makes your heart sing. It's not to be a martyr to the world. A lot of people think, oh, well, I have to do some big charitable thing, so I, you know, my purpose has to be. If you, if that, if that floats your boat and that really amps you up and you feel phenomenal when you're doing, you know, you know what I call hardcore charity work, then all oh, by all means do it. But it doesn't mean that if you decide to go fishing, that that can't be a gift as well, because you know perhaps. You're a great fishermen. You love fishing. You're doing a great thing with it, and you invent something that makes it easier for other fishermen to have an easier time fishing, and so that gives extends the joy. I mean, I know it might sound trite. Oh, she's not. You know, you're not healing the planet. You're not curing cancer. But you know what? If you are creating ease for someone's process of enjoying their joy then you're making a valuable contribution. People get very caught up in what's my life purpose. And they get the perception that it's supposed to be the job that creates something that the world will remember them for. And believe me, if you're in a job where you feel like, okay, this is definitely not you know what I, my life purpose, but you bring joy to that office space, each day, that you go in there with these kinds of thought processes, you go in there um, always, you know, sort of nourishing yourself with, with this type of information and just literally showing up in a sense of spaciousness and ease and joy as you show up to your office each day, you are doing what's called holding space, creating an energetic space, holding light for what potentially is a very dense space. A lot of light workers find themselves in corporate jobs In the beginning, because they hold so much light, even though they may not consciously know it. And they're there to hold space for this dense environment so that environment can go through transitions and transformations, and so that the people, the powers that be, can create the products and services that we need and that the company needs. Okay? So, this is a really, really important uh, skill. And I know I'm giving a lot more content than normal because by now I've gotten to some questions. I'm going to take one question before our first break and then uh, on the other side I'll give you a little bit more and we'll, and I'll get to the rest of your questions on the other side of, of the next break. So let's see, who do we have? Tina in Pennsylvania. Hi, Tina. How are you?
0: Hello. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call.
1: Oh, you're welcome. How can I help you tonight?
0: Well, this is the first time I found your show? Oh, great. Well, welcome. Thank you. Um, I have a question um,
6: regarding uh, my home life and
0: relationship.
1: Okay. Um, What's the question? So,
0: well, my question is I would like to know if you see this person moving in with me or if you don't see that, do you see me moving out of this house and moving somewhere else?
1: Hmm. Well, I think that what I see is you needing to make the decision based on your own heart and not on a dependence on somebody else. So it feels to me like you be moving out of your own that space where you're at now. Now, whether you and there might be sort of some sort of divine delay with someone coming in with you, it feels like it's more like it's going to be a solo based decision, So that you, because I think the lesson for you is about your own personal empowerment and your own personal kind of um, voice, which kind of gets lost in the shuffle with people who are around you. It sounds like you have a lot going on. It feels like you have a lot going on, um, that you have a lot of multitasking, a lot. So it's really a matter of you getting to a space. It feels more sanctuary-like. And instead of looking at this space as only, you know, form or function, you're looking at it more as nourishment. And as you go towards this decision, and it's always your own decision, it's not my decision or what I see that's going to make it happen, but what? But for you personally, the the way that I would position my questions about it so that you get the right answers for yourself is, how can I find a more nourishing space? Because you feel tired to me. And yeah. almost like you're tethered to this person showing up for you to be able to make a change or a shift. It's almost like you're tethered to something that's beyond your control of somebody else's free will. And it feels like this is a turning point for you. And you've kind of had this is a recurring pattern. So this yeah. is something that needs to stop here. And you need to, like what I was just talking about earlier, change gears. And if you just start asking the question, what is a more nourishing environment for me? Your answers right. are going to be very different than what they have been.
0: Right. And okay. the other so, the other issue is um, I I had premonition dreams. And two nights ago I had a dream that I had twin baby girls. And I've seen them. They're both dressed alike. There's double baby car seats. So my question to you is, do you feel like that's really going to happen?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because if you're having a recurring dream, then your intuition is saying something is definitely brewing. Um, And recurring dreams are usually actually not dreams, but actually we call it, uh, it's almost like dream walking where you're stepping into an alternate to another parallel universe. Of this ha- okay. everything kind of happens simultaneously so that's one potential and you know could it happen yes but what i would focus on right now is that nourishing environment and then the rest can follow suit for that and that's probably one of the reasons why you know you're you're having a recurring dream like that about twins and then you're also thinking about moving and you're asking me these kinds of questions because the way that you can get, if you want twins, if you want that kind of a lifestyle, then you have to create an environment where you have the power to control it and it's nourishing to you because that's a big responsibility of what, what you're, you know, hoping and dreaming for. Well,
3: right. Well, what happened? So I, I
1: have I to mean... go. I have to go because I have to okay. go to break, okay? <laughs> okay. But I just want to say, focus on that for now and then You know, allow yourself. See, this is why. This is why when we do readings on the radio, it's hard because then people want to, you know, go on and on with, well, what about this and what about this and what about this. Your intuition is letting you know where to go. If you're having recurring dreams, this is for anybody. If you're having recurring dreams and you're going through, you're at a crossroad in your life and you have to make a major life decision. Do they all link up? Yes. But the most important key here is asking the right question and for tina for you that was for asking about that nourishing okay asking for a new nourishing environment all right so i will get to more questions on the other side of the break if you'd like to call in it's 347-215-9485 it's 347-215-9485 i'm Mari. you're listening to the aha moments radio show and we will be right back
4: This is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? Have you always been a dreamer, a seeker, an outsider? Always feeling wrong no matter how hard you try to fit in? What if there's a completely different way of being in the world? What if you, truly being you, could change not only your life, but the world? If you'd like to find out, please go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me and I'd like to share some of those tools with you. Go to www.beinguclass.com and check out the free video series I created especially for you. What if this is what you've been looking for? What if the tools to change everything are available now? What's possible now that hasn't ever been possible before? To sign up for this free series, go to beinguclass.com. Consider this a gift to help you create the change you've always wanted to create, but didn't have the tools to make it happen. Is now the time? beinguclass.com
5: Step back in time to the very beginning before life as we know it existed Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man they are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com.
2: Do you ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. Forty-five gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach.
3: Are you at a crossroads in your life?
1: we are back you're listening to the aha moments radio show and tonight we're talking all about the courage to be creative and i'm taking your calls. so we have a line of you calling in so i'm going to try to get to some more of these why don't we go to jay in canada hey jay how are you
7: hey Mari, how's it going
1: oh i'm good how about yourself
7: I'm doing pretty good. I don't have any no
1: second questions
7: or anything like that. I like to comment on your show topic.
3: Okay. Um, I've been
7: I've been inspired to actually to be a drum teacher and uh, through a teacher who told me, you know, you're ready for a drum making class and I had no clue how to do one. I mean I my first time basically, right? So I just took the leap of faith and and just did the work and got the pieces together and put on my first drumming class in what, uh, May of two thousand and ten I believe. So um, it's quite been quite the experience since then, and uh, there's lots of stuff that you see or you don't even see that how it inspired people. You just hear from maybe them or or things. So it's very very interesting. But you keep yourself humble while you're in the process of doing it, and and uh, that's you know that's where your happiness you know is too. Is you know you can see if you're doing it, if you're on the right path is that how your love for something affects other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for, for, for contributing that because it's, it's really, really true. And I think what you said was uh, key because it was actually a point I was going to make in this segment was that you have to be willing to do something that you don't know how to do yet. And I think a lot of adults, we kind of want to start off being advanced. So when you first started, did you feel like maybe you wouldn't, weren't going to be really particularly good at it or that you were just going to dabble in it and then maybe you didn't like give it a whole lot of thought or did you ever feel like insecure about it?
7: Well, what it is is that I was uh, I was said okay, well, okay, I'll 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 take the I'll take the leap of faith and do it, but I and also said, okay, well, how am I going to teach people how to make a drum? And how am I going to teach you? And so I said, first of all, I said, make it simple, make mm-hmm. it simple, and, and 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 keep it you know heart based and things like that, and use video and 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 make it the uh, visualization and not visualization, but uh, mm-hmm. Lots of um, graphics and stuff like that, so that's right. what I did. So, and, and and doing it. So and then I got the pieces that put together the for the manual and, and the presentation, and it went from there. So, it awesome. uh, Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's, thanks
1: for that gift of sharing that with everybody, because that gives everybody else courage that you know you can start something that's you know sort of off the beaten path, and no pun intended. And <laughs> and uh, and really make it make it work for you. So thank you. Thanks for calling in tonight. I so appreciate your contribution.
7: You're very welcome. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks. Have a great night. Okay. Let's see. Judy in Iowa. Hey, Judy. How are you? Judy? Judy. <laughs> okay. So why don't we move on to the next person? <laughs> and that would be melanie in colorado hey melanie
6: hello how are you today thanks i'm good how
1: are you oh thank you well
6: i could go in a thousand different directions um and and you'll understand why um you just explained with the different layers uh, the forms of the energy i have add so i get very stuck in the child energy like people with add have just amazing ideas
3: and they get all caught
6: up in in them but bringing them to fruition is a massive challenge and yes. i have a really powerful one right now that is quite huge don't know where to go with it not even sure if it's meant to be but i have a real push that it's meant to be if that makes sense i know you'll understand that yeah um, yeah and but then how do you how do you figure out how to start if you don't know how to do it because you know you're getting that masculine energy but you may still not have the technical details to manifest something it's
1: where do we go well, from <laughs> the first thing the first thing is to surround yourself with people who are better at certain things than you are. So no one, you know, no ship is built with one person. You know, uh, my right. friend, Dan, my friend Dane, who you guys hear me talk about all the time, he has ADD. He says I have ADHD, autism, a, yeah, you know, he's got all he's got all of them together. Right, that's what he says. But what he's really saying is he processes really fast. I do the same thing. Like, I can be talking about one thing and um, be doing, like, four other things and kind yeah. of still be in the same zone, right? So it's first of all, the first thing is stop seeing it as a disability or as a negative. It's actually a power center to be like that. And to start to change your story around that will give your whole physiology permission to sort of work with it instead of thinking that that's working against you. So that's number 1. So just just kind of easing having some more ease around it and and not kind of being addicted to the story of I have ADD so this is going to be harder for me because I'm different and da da da. da. You know what? There's a tremendous amount of people out there who have um, you know ADD, ADHD, Asperger's, autism and they're doing some phenomenal things. So so that's number 1. Number 2 uh is to surround yourself with people who know how to do what you would like to do, and ask them what team they have. I don't do this this show by myself. I have a team right now of eight people. Um, I, you know, and and sometimes like now because we're in Telesummit time, so I'm up to like you know maybe eight people. Um, when we're not in a heavy project time, it's less but there's it's definitely something where you have to hire experts to do the parts that you're not good at and the parts you don't know how to do and also be willing to get be a continuous learner and get educated in so if you're going to get educated I would get educated in kind of the whole overall process you know all the pieces that you need and then I would look at make a list of all the pieces that you think you'd need like the, let's say there's 10 things and 10 different types of skills and then say pick the ones that you know you could be a genius at. You know that are kind of the easiest thing for you to do, that would be the most fun with the least amount of learning and effort. Then farm out the rest. That's how you do it. Never think. People have a misconception that they have an idea and then, oh, I have to do all of this myself because that's what being independent is or that's what being an artist is or that's what being an entrepreneur is. If you look at any artist who has any kind of you know uh, popularity or success, they're surrounded by a team. We're all surrounded by team. So you're not, you're never doing it alone. I hope that I hope that helps at least to get you started. Did I lose her? Melanie? Okay. All right. So I don't know what's happening with the technology tonight. Very interesting energy. Always happens around, <laughs> around telesubmit time. It's, Absolutely astounding because we have so much energy going on, swirling around. So, anyway, I'm going to take one more call. I know we only have about four minutes left to the end of the show, but I want to take one more person. How about Stacy in Hawaii? Hey, Stacy. Hey, from aloha.
6: Right. How All are aloha. you? aloha.
1: Welcome. I'm good. How can I help you tonight?
6: Oh, uh I was just curious. I've been kind of in a stagnant state and wondering which direction to go and I feel like I have an abundance of everything and unfortunately the people that make life really happy are gone and I still have to work and even, even though I have everything I want and need everybody's like oh you still got to work you still got to make money you still got to I'm like well when is it enough and when do I get to just kind of relax
1: <laughs> and choose to, and when you stop letting other people make your decisions for you, because that just the two things. The people that make you happy are gone. What do you mean by that?
6: Well, basically, my uncle passed away, left me mm-hmm. his house and everything, right. um, and you know, money, a little bit of money, and nothing, right. you know, you know, more than I could have ever earned in my lifetime. Now, and here I am working, thinking. Well, I could have never even saved that much money, and and yet I still always need more. But money's not that big of an important issue for me. I love people and heart things more than anything.
1: hmm
6: And I have my but, own business,
1: and I work hard. Okay, well, working hard is always not a good thing. So... that's that's the first thing is I give you permission to not have to work hard anymore hard in the way that you are saying because there is a voice inside of you that's definitely not your own um, that is saying you have to do things a certain way for it to be legitimate and because you were given a gift and you were willing to receive the gift, you still haven't earned it. So you can't enjoy mm-hmm. it. So you're saying, well, I have all this stuff, but I'm judging myself. I'm shaming myself almost. Well, I just ridiculous. want
6: to be responsible and respectful because I'm honored that somebody okay, so would trust me all you that you have much, to do, and...
1: All you have to do is say, I'm honored, and I'm responsible, and I'm respectful. And there it is. Yeah. You don't have to go on a crusade to prove it to anybody. Yeah. And now that and I, he's
6: gone, my uncle, I miss him a lot, so yeah, what can, what can i enough. do
1: and now well, you can you can actually journal to him, you can journal and write I know when my fiance passed away, I would do what we call automatic writing,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: um actually, in my telesummit package, I have the whole uh, actually have a whole product on uh, intuition and it goes into automatic writing, but the way that you do automatic writing to speak to a loved one who's passed over is you. Um, sit down. A lot of times I would like light, I don't do this anymore, but I would light a candle, you know, just kind of set space, you know, and mm-hmm. energy for yourself. I would get a journal out and you would write your question to that person, say, you know, dear uncle so and so, I really love you, miss you, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to communicate with you and you can write with your your dominant hand. So if you're right handed, you write the question with your right hand. Then mm-hmm. you just allow yourself to receive the answer. Whatever feels like it comes up, it'll feel like it's your imagination, but you write it out with your non-dominant hand, so your left hand if you're right-handed. And that way you'll start to feel the difference in the energy of the communication. And mm-hmm. it, believe it or not, if you do this for a little while, you will start to get full like sentences and paragraphs. You might first okay. just get some words, but the the most important thing is not to criticize yourself, not to yeah. criticize yourself about it. Okay. Yeah. The other person um who you might want to listen to during the telesummit is Hans King. He's a medium.
8: Mm-hmm. And
1: he's actually a a world renowned medium and he's very, very accessible, which a lot of them are not. So you might want to consider uh working with him and, and you know, having a reading with him and he could really help you out in that department as far as getting Give me in some touch with good me. ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good. All right.
6: So, well I'm, I appreciate you taking my call and thanks for all that you do for people. Yeah. And thank um thank you. And uh, thanks for letting me be on your show.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Thanks for calling in from Hawaii. Aloha. Okay. So, well, you know what? That has brought us to the end of another AHA Moments radio show. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It went really, really fast tonight. And uh, let's see, if you would like to join us for the Telesummit, I hope you will. We have thousands and thousands and thousands of people from around the world. We have amazing speakers. Everybody's all set and ready to go. We have our preview call on Thursday. Please go to the website, The Transformation2012.com and register. And if you do, please come on to our call on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. There's a world clock on the website with so you can figure out what time zone you're in and what time it will be for you. And of course, all of the uh, recordings and everything, all of the sh- these shows will be recorded and there'll be replays Um, But you have to register for all of that, okay? So go ahead and register. And until next time, the next two weeks, actually, we will be doing um, probably pre-recorded shows that will uh, preempt, because we'll be preempted because I'll be doing the Telesummit at the exact same time as the radio show um, for the next two Tuesdays. So we'll have something going on. Not quite sure what, but hopefully you'll be on with us on the Telesummit. And uh, so I just say, As I always say, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it, too. And I look forward to seeing you over the coming weeks on
0: the Telesummit. Have a great night, everybody. Take care. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A. Moments with an F, Inc. Com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Aha Moments, Inc. and Twitter at twitter.com slash Aha Moments. We can't wait to see you there.